Video Death Loop is part of the Greenlit Podcast Network, a coalition of creator-owned podcasts that have teamed up to elevate their content and extend their reach by working together. You can check us out there at greenlitpodcast.com and also other shows such as Retronauts, Hardcore Gaming 101, and more. This week on Video Death Loop. Plus, hey, Bond! Hey everybody, welcome to Video Death Loop, the podcast where we watch a short video clip on loop until we just can't take it anymore. I am your host this week, Aaron Littleton. With me is your co-host, John Hurst. Hey, hey, hey. You you sounded a little extreme there when you said Video Death Loop. Uh, yeah, I know. You, I, you... I was threw in a little edge, you know. Yeah. I, was, I was doing a little excitement. Just, just like for a the, little... the kids out there who love excitement. Oh, man, you know, Edge is all the rage. It just, uh, yeah, like nineties are back in all the style. Like you got to get those backy pants. You gotta just, you gotta, like, gotta, gotta feel the rhythm of the podcast. Now, when you said Edge and you said nineties and you said baggy pants, my baggy pants. Why did I say it like that? What then? The, my initial thought was Edge the wrestler, who I think is kind of having like a little bit of a. A renaissance, or yeah, or back. was like six to eight months ago. I, I don't. I have no idea what's happening in wrestling now. There's like wrestling in front of TVs or something fucking <laughs> wild. And like they are, they are, they are in the future already. Like we have, like, they have, like wrestling has evolved. There was, a, there was a, early on during the pandemic, wrestling had a a weird golden age where it was just wrestlers in an empty arena, and it was the highest art form, in my opinion. Yeah, it just, it, it, I watched a little, and it made me deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> I had no idea how to respond to any of that. Yeah, uh, but then like they got to the point where they were like literally putting like televisions, and you could pay to have your face on a television while it was going on. Yeah, yeah, you could be in the audience virtually. Yeah, it's a. I don't know. It's it's uh wrestling i don't know i don't watch it anymore yeah like i wish uh i i you know if if we're being honest with wrestling i haven't uh wwe storyline not uh it's just it's not my bag it's not my bag um not into whatever they're trying to sell at the moment <laughs> right that's fine i don't even know it's just, am i stepping on something is there like something deeply problematic i mean more than normal on wwe wrestling i mean other than your standard vince mcmahon probably said a thing which is always true 100 percent of the time no matter the era vince mcmahon said a thing and people were mad <laughs> it's what is and, and maybe one of those people that's mad is vince mcmahon so. <laughs> yeah, i'm mad at myself god like i'm I, gonna I could bury me myself right now. Yeah. Could fire me. Austin. There probably was there probably was a point where he like had to mentally separate himself from I own this company, but I'm also a wrestler and a mem- part of the storyline inside of it. So I maybe need to fire myself from one of these jobs for being too shitty. <laughs> uh, you know, like that. Like he probably split that at one point, and they're at the, you know that like he like but. Both both halves of Vince McMahon still went on. They didn't stop working their their separate engagements at that point. They just were like it just it just multiplied into more horrificness. 
<laughs> I love the idea that there's actually two Vince McMahons. That sometime in like the 1990s, like Vince McMahon was struck by lightning and split into two. And there's Vince McMahon, the wrestler, and Vince McMahon, the owner of wrestling. And they've <laughs> somehow, it's like a whole Star Trek Next Generation thing, you know, where Riker had the transporter accident. And then there were two Rikers. <laughs> we can, we can, okay, we can save this man from these horrible, horrible lightning burns. However, we have to pump this one full of steroids. <laughs> He's going to be ripped as hell, but his life will be saved. Which one survived into 2020? No one knows. <laughs> uh, man, no, that actually, a, that was like a fucked up Star Trek story, by the way, with the whole two Rikers thing. Because the Riker, there was a Riker. So there, do you know this? Do you know this episode, John? I, I'm Star afraid Trek? not. Uh, I I've watched a lot of Next Gen, but it's always been a mishmash. It's never been in order. So okay, so the Riker, who is you know the first officer of the Enterprise, yeah, when man, he man, was, man who cannot sit in the chair normally, right? Exactly on on the Next Generation, he was like as a lieutenant or something before the show started. He was in some kind of a a transporter thing where he was on a planet, like one of those fucked up planets they visit and there was lightning and problems (laughs) like space problems on the planet. And they tried to beam him up and there was something happened where the, the particle beam, part of it bounced off of the atmosphere of the space planet. Uh, and rematerialized back on the the space planet as Riker, but then also part of the the particle beam actually made it back to uh, whatever spaceship he was on at the time and rematerialized. And then there were two Rikers. Um, and so then later on, when they find this other Riker, he's like hanging out on this planet, and they bring him aboard the Enterprise. They don't promote him up to where like Riker Prime is he's definitely still just a lieutenant and they wait, really like rub that in his face it's like he was stuck wait, on a planet you're still wait, a lieutenant fuck off wait is he like a multi like a multiple episode recurring character the second Riker oh yeah dude yeah oh he ends up like he like multiple is this the party Riker is this party yeah Riker? no it's definitely party Riker man it's definitely party <laughs> Riker because he he has some problems, and I think they decide they can't sort of exist on the same Enterprise together because they've had <laughs> no, a little bit different life. <laughs> and uh, a vig- the dude, like, goes off and joins some kind of, uh, like, Bajoran terrorist cell, and he shows up on, on Deep Space Nine at one point. It's like Jonathan Frakes, but he's playing, like, Weird Riker. <laughs> Wow, that's uh, I, I did not. I, I that that sounds like an episode. Like they they made one episode for that, and they're like, okay, it's going to begin, middle, and end of this. And then someone said, or Jonathan Frakes probably said, you know what? I like this character. Can we keep going? Yeah, we we have an ending. No, no, we don't. We got I got me. You got me. I'm never going to leave the Enterprise. Yeah, let's have two. I like I like weird Riker. This guy fucks. <laughs> yeah, like regular Riker does it. No, 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 no. Not this like guy. Not like weird Riker. He was on that planet for a while. He learned some stuff down there. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you, th- you thought your first mate Riker fucked this guy. This guy fucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's actually beep. He still says fucked, but it's just the way he says it. They have to beep it. <laughs> 
I, I also like the idea that like you introduced it with like uh, you made it sound like the opening to a Star Trek episode is like Captain's Log. We're about to enter one of those fucked up planets we always see. <laughs> fucked up space planets. <laughs> that's why planets. you gotta let me. That's why you should let me write Star Trek. Yeah, I I, I think I'm agreement. Like CBS, uh, you know, like you're giving streaming series to everyone. Why don't you give Video Death Loop a uh, a Star Trek series? We just we need we need one. We need one. Star Trek colon fucked up space planet. Yeah, and it's all just, about this one space planet. It's super fucked up. F U S P fusp. <laughs> yeah, see, we can even get our own, you know, sort of Star Trek acronym. Uh, yeah. So anyway, we do have a show we do that we do here where we watch a video. It's got uh, maybe tangentially related to some of the stuff we're talking about, mm. and it is our our holiday episode. Uh, so it is my privilege to have picked a video which is somewhat holiday related. Um, so I know what this video is as the host. Uh, John does not know what it is. And uh, we're going to get started watching this thing uh, right now, I think. Uh, right. We're going to start in three, two, one, go. Oh, man. Oh, is this... Uh... <laughs> I, you know what, deck the halls with bowels of cereal bowls, Aaron. Yep, this is a Fruity Pebbles Christmas commercial from 1995, uh, where they uh, have uh, written new lyrics for deck the halls, and it's all about Fruity Pebbles. I mean, that's what you gotta do. If you wanna, if you wanna deal, like, if you want Christmas time, if you want Christmas time, anything you gotta you gotta get with the program get to get with capitalism commercialism at its <laughs> finest i'll say the reason i pick this commercial and i don't know how many people have this same problem as me um but uh you know we've got some we've got some christmas decorations up at my house and uh one of them is is this like santa claus that climbs a ladder and he plays like you know, little vignettes of Christmas music, you know, maybe 15 or 20 seconds of a song. And then he moves on to the next one. Like climbing yeah. Santa ain't got time for a whole carol. Okay. No, no, he's got, um, he's got houses to visit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so one of them is, is, is deck the halls. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I just, it, I, it started playing and I started like kind of, you know, humming it along and like the lyrics were in my head and the lyrics were not, the actual Deck the Halls lyrics, the lyrics were fucking the Fruity Pebbles version of Deck the Halls. <laughs> and so it's just like, mindlessly, this is the canon lyrics in my head of Deck the Halls, all oh, about man. Fruity Pebbles. Yeah, like, so when you, when Christmas time comes along, you just got a insatiable desire for post cereals fruity pebbles exactly oh man i just even i even the like ho 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 i'm ha, ha, hungry which doesn't quite fit in with the rest of you know the song like they sort of take a bridge there um but yeah this is it i don't know what it is i don't know if they just played this commercial a lot uh or 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 what but this did it for me i guess like this wormed its way into some corner of my brain that i was not protecting you know i i definitely remember this commercial like one it's a pretty it's one of the commercials you know they spent a little bit of money in it and they're definitely going to they're going to squeeze all the fruity pebble juice out of it to uh to, <laughs> yeah. to give it to all the children for multiple years because i remember this commercial I've, i remember seeing it on the television 
Um, but the thing that I'm drawn to at the moment is like, like I said, like there's not a not a dollar wasted on this animation. But the fruity pebbles themselves don't look like fruity pebbles to me. They look like a plate of beans, like a bowl of beans. <laughs> Right, and that's 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 also like like they're eating, but they're eating it like cereal. And you, when you when you eat when you eat beans, especially from like a like a with a, like the the way you eat beans is different from the way you eat cereal. If you get my drift, <laughs> is it, John? It's is got, it? I mean, like you gotta like you gotta gotta you gotta like lift like it's not immediate. You don't immediately like the beans are hot usually most of the time. Hot beans, hot beans. Are you gonna are are they eating hot fruity pebbles? No, they're. They got a cold, cool glass of Fruity Pebbles. I don't know. Fred might have thrown that box of Fruity Pebbles into the caveman oven. You know, a good 10, 15 minutes before Santa rolled in. Get those. Like, shit, we we discovered fire. We might as well use it, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Somehow we discovered Fruity Pebbles before fire. But (laughs) now that we have fire, we might as well try and heat up these Fruity Pebbles. (laughs) There's, there's also a fireplace, which makes me think that they invented the Fruity Pebbles before the fire. They, they invented the Fruity Pebbles, then the fireplace, and then the fire. <laughs> I would like to visit the, the civilization that invents Fruity Pebbles before it invents fire. And just find <laughs> out what the fuck those priorities were. One of those fucked up space planets. Yeah, okay. Okay, yes. Let's go back to the fucked up space planet, please. Please. Because we have to... Okay, we know. We know about the Flintstones. This is not Earth. They might Mm -hmm. call themselves Earth, but this does not match anything we know about Earth, right? Dinosaurs and humans living next next to each other? No, I don't think so. What's next? What's next? Right, yeah. No, it's it's not. We're not going to have humans and dinosaurs living next to each other so this is by all definitions a fucked up space planet um so and this i mean this is probably the planet yeah sure where they invented fruity pebbles and probably cocoa pebbles as well um yeah which one do you think came first do you think uh what do you think was fruity pebbles or cocoa pebbles here (sighs) my own i would assume it would be cocoa pebbles and the reason is is that cocoa pebbles are a uniform flavor um, mm-hmm. Cocoa Pebbles are small. There's lots of them, and they're each each one is exactly like the other. Now, I'm not saying that each Fruity Pebble has an individual flavor. It almost certainly does not, but it is different right. colors. Right. So they, they there taste, is they taste more, they taste like yellow and red. Right. There's more complexity to the manufacturing of Fruity Pebbles than there is the Cocoa Pebbles. Although, also, I could see an argument where they invented the Fruity Pebbles first. And then Cocoa Pebbles were like, can we do this? But it make it just like 12% less difficult to do. Okay. Just like, but, can we just put one color or just say it's Cocoa? Right. Yeah. We'll just say it's it's brown. Yeah. It, cocoa. Yeah. Fine. Fine. It's brown. The way we cook is brown. Yeah. Let's do that. I think I like that better. I think I like they had this, you know, the dreamer. They didn't work their way up to Fruity Pebbles, in other words. They had some dreamer on their planet that dreamed of Fruity Pebble cereal. And he right. bent all of his primitive technology to making it happen. And then, I mean, that, yeah. and then after that, then they, you know, the masses got a hold of it and did what they do to everything, which is ruin it. Right, uh, right. And, and make Cocoa Pebbles. First of all, also... Before we get much further in this conversation, I need a I need a vote, John. Is it fruity? Which is your favorite, fruity pebbles, cocoa pebbles? Um, it really depends, but like you know, 
I kind of like a good Cocoa Pebbles, man. Like, yeah, just, uh, I think I'm with you. I like, think uh, I'm like, with you. Like Fruity Pebbles, pretty good overall. If we're go- if we need a sugary breakfast food that is masquerading as a breakfast food, rather, but uh, um, I will I will have both though. Like I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna slouch on the. Uh, yeah, I won't fight the, either of those things. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, sure, sounds great. Um, but um, the uh, I I think that also that just goes right with it though, right? Is that that if Cocoa Pebbles is just objectively the better cereal, why would you why would you make a more complex, less good cereal? Like you're right. not going to get rid of Fruity Pebbles once there's there because you're going to have you know some portion of the population of fucked up space planet that likes that's kind of always prefer the OG fruity pebbles. Uh, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, you know, you work your way up to the cocoa I, I pebbles. Th- I think we're onto something here because, because it wasn't just fruity and cocoa pebbles that, uh, that Fred Flintstone was, uh, in the, on his fucked up space planet was, uh, was was going on about but there's also you know there's also the other merchandise of the flintstone era the flintstone vitamins for example right yeah okay yeah. Oh, do you think that exists on the same fucked up space planet oh absolutely i think uh, i mean like i think every every product that i'm i'm assuming that fred fred flintstone himself invented them I mean, he's a patent extraordinaire on this fusp <laughs> uh because and the reason why i think this is because fred flintstone is uh like he he there's a scarcity problem of fruity pebbles in in the in the Flintstones land. True. Um, and Barney wants those pebbles. He's willing to dress up as Santa Claus and fake being Santa Claus and of of course it fails, but he he gets he gets fruity pebbles for all the goodness of F- Fred Flintstone's heart. So I think <laughs> so I think like maybe this is like the pre like we we're going to we're going to make it big with with these pebbles, kid. Isn't and, uh, it normally though that that like Barney gets the pebbles and it's not like the other way around. Like he's trying to get like, cause I, I, you know, oh, I seem yeah. to recall like the tagline is normally Fred going like Barney, my pebbles. <laughs> uh, and it's kind Can of a, say that a, again. Barney, you're my pebbles. They're eating them up. Barney. Yeah. <laughs> I can do the rest of this episode in my, Absolutely spot on Fred Flintstone voice, yeah. if need be. <laughs> there's also the part where, like, there's a there's a there's a a, a group of uh, carolers outside singing the the singing the, the the words that uh, Aaron can't get out of his head. Yes, but also like Fred Flintstone gives them a brief look because, like, you know what? Fuck them! I got pebbles. <laughs> get off of my fucked up space planet yard! <laughs> I'll sick my dinosaur on you. Yeah. <laughs> just comes out of like the little the dinosaur snowman that's in the corner there. Just attacks. It's my security system to protect <laughs> my pebbles. The Flintstone security system. <laughs> um and so see also this is like kind of a gag because Barney's the one that says my pebbles because Santa oh, you're right, has you're the right. pebbles. Uh, yeah, you're right. Barney usually does get them. So. Yeah, and it's yeah because it's all in these serial commercials. There's always an aggressor and a defender. Someone wants the cereal. Someone, you know, has the cereal, and they do not want to share. Oh yeah, because that cereal is so good. Exactly. 
Uh, and so I think Barney has become the aggressor and Fred is the defender of cereals. Uh, so what, what were we talking about? Uh, uh, I feel like we had a really good line of, of discussion there and then I completely broke it off somehow. Oh, uh, no, like, like I think... I, I was talking about how Fred Flintstone is a, a massive patent lord. Okay, yeah. Has, oh, uh, yeah. Like, like he's a yeah, Thomas like Edison of the Stone Age. <laughs> Why do you think he's... Uh, he, he's got a clock. Man's got a clock. Okay, other clock. people are a... living in fucking rocks, and he has a clock over yeah, his he's mantle. Got a, he's got a kitchen with dinosaurs that do everything for him. Like, they regurgitate their trash cans. They, they wash dishes. He's <laughs> living the high life. Yep. Uh, I guess also, if Fred, like, literally drug, you know, civilization out of non-existence, he would have also had to have, you know, sort of invented the whole framework around patents. And I feel like that there's so many, like, legs to that that Fred had to have put in place (laughs) before patents could really be useful to protect all of his inventions. No, this is a this is a genera- uh, this is a society that invents useless things before the useful thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Fred <laughs> Fred wants to make fruity pebbles. He knows if he makes them other people will steal them. So, right. he knows before that he's got to find some way to legally protect them. So, he he needs to invent patents. But if patents if the patent office has no way to sort of punish people that make fruity pebbles without fred's explicit permission um then it has no teeth so i guess fred to begin making fruity pebbles fred has to invent the court systems (laughs) he has to invent a whole judicial system yeah the entire judicial system uh and i think also if we're being perfectly honest money right like Uh, yeah like you don't go to jail for breaking a patent you you pay lots of money uh, right, and right. so if Fred, so Fred has to invent, I guess, money, then a judicial system to protect. Does the Flintstones universe have money? I mean, they work, so they got to get some clams, Bon. You got to get uh, your clams. It's a joke. Oh, mm, yeah. I got to. Okay, okay. So, I th- I think that's right, isn't it? Isn't I, it? That sounds right. I'm going to go with yes on that. <laughs> I'm almost certain they deal a hundred percent in in clams. Because it's would, a joke, right? Right. Got to get the got to get your clams. Okay. So, to first, the first part of inventing fruity pebbles is creating money, and he just found the clothes. Oh, okay, it's a clam! Everyone, this is what's worth things now. I'll trade you a <laughs> clam for your food. But a clam <laughs> is food. I'll trade you no. less food for more food because it's clams. It's a good deal. It's a good deal, Barney. Barney, it's a good deal. You gotta gotta go go in on that. <laughs> yeah, Barney yeah, is I- just like he's the second man in Fred's two man confidence scheme to create oh. society. This and, is a long con. This is a yeah, long con. Exactly. He's got and but the thing is Barney is just a fool. He doesn't realize that he's playing into Barney into Fred's hand at every turn. Right. He's just Russell. everything he falls for everything Fred says. And then he Barn or Fred uses Barney as like, look, Barney's doing it. Don't you want to do it? Yeah, Barney Barney is Barney is he's every man. He's the every man. He's like you don't you want to be just like Barney? 
Definitely. And, and every, everyone in this, the Flintstones universe, yes, yes. They yeah, do. they're like, well, Fred is weird, uh, but Barney's a real normal dude. So if he's doing it, it's probably good for all of us cave folk. Yeah. Yeah. So like it, it, it just, man, that that is diabolical for Fred. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is the case. He is definitely not the hero of this world, right? Like they were. I imagine they were all living in in tune with nature, and it's not like he makes society to make medicine. Or something like that that can improve people's he lives. He made vitamins, man. He made Flintstone vitamins. I That's mean, a he medicine. gets he fucking gets there, <laughs> right? Like he gets to vitamins, but it's not what he starts at. He starts. What the hell at, are in Flintstone vitamins? There's just what vitamins the are? that are like shaped like Flintstones characters. Are they, are they like like decent? Like are they like um, are they good for you, or are they just like I've, I, I have <laughs> had just some candy. vitamins? Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I think that's the question, right? Like, is yeah. this is this candy? Is this? I, my, I'll be honest. I I definitely had Flintstone vitamins to get. I definitely. I think you're only supposed to take one a day, and I'm pretty sure I took half a bottle one day. So, I, I mean, heck, it's been doing you for this many years, right? Yeah. I'm a, you don't have to take kid, vitamins man. again until you start taking Centrum Silver because you ate that's, that half bottle of Flintstones vitamins that one time. That, that's, that's how I live life. Like when you're eight years old, you just down half a bottle of Flintstones. When you're 78, you down half a bottle of Centrum. <laughs> that's two times. Then you can don't have sh- to do anything else. No, that's Fit it. as a fiddle. That is as healthy as you need to be. <laughs> um. So... Uh, <laughs> I mean, let's face it, like, John's still alive, and he ate all those vitamins that one time, and I bet you're not taking vitamins right now, are you? Oh, no, not at all, actually. So he's still good. Yeah, Actually, I I don't know that, like, I think there's probably a real big question right now about whether vitamins are actually good for you or not to, like, take in a multivitamin form. Oh, um, like like excessive amounts of percentage no, of just of any vitamin. like I just don't know that it's absorbed and used, right? Ah. Like I think it might have been a whole confidence scheme because I know like as a okay, I'll admit maybe maybe I'm going to say this and I'm going to learn some stuff from public outcry, but at no point has any doctor like any pediatrician of my child recommended that I give her vitamins. It's not a thing that, like, they tell people to do anymore for kids. Right. And I would definitely remember as a kid, like, my mom gave me the most vile fucking vitamins that you can imagine. I don't know where, I don't know where she got them or, actually, I do. She got them, like, from the pharmacist. And they were disgusting. <laughs> I could take them. Like I a negafred. Yeah, dude. They were not Flintstones vitamins. They were something else. And I don't think I was you know, deficient or, or like unhealthy in any way. I think my mom was just giving me prescription strength vitamins and they fucking sucked. So you have to imagine if she was getting them from the pharmacist had to have been, she had a prescription for them from the doctor. The doctor must've told her to give, you know, my sister and I vitamins. Also to be fair in the, in the eighties and early nineties, we had a lot of like weird fucked up vitamins on the market. (laughs) Yeah. No, people uh, were way into vitamins when we were kids in a way that like the, you know, there's still a set of people, some very quiet people, uh, you know, generally that are way into vitamins. Uh, and, uh, but I, I just don't think they talk a lot because I think as soon as they do, they get blown up on Twitter. It's like, oh, yeah. this motherfucker's taking vitamins. Blah. It's kind of like wearing a, uh, like, 
you're wearing a band t-shirt and like it's like suddenly the uh, or like you go like you you start talking about vitamins and like the dude bro is going like yeah man I'll let me talk about vitamins like, oh shit I didn't mean to enter this GNC I'm sorry <laughs> yeah oh, fuck I'm in a GNC hurry get out I gotta get out just get my vitamins and run it's a whole other world in there isn't it John like in the oh. GNC <laughs> it's something uh, it- else. Those people have got something going on, and I'm not a part of it, and I don't really want to be, but I also sort of, like, I'm oddly, like, I just want to know, it's nice to know it's there, it's nice to know there's some other stuff going on, but it's it's just a whole other thing. GNC is basically the message board of the real world. Like (laughs) it's giving you the same the same type of advice, and you're not sure if it works, but you're probably going to take it anyway. So because everybody in there is on board. Everyone in there yeah. is just like, if, if they're just in there, bra- what's the new vitamin? What are the 2021 vitamins look like? <laughs> it's the latest model of vitamin. Vit- we made a vitamin J. <laughs> so, I think we've had this discussion that neither of us really know what a vitamin is anyway. <laughs> we have. <laughs> like, again, I know vaguely what it is. I know what it's been told to me, but I don't understand how it fits into any part of nutrition or science or health. Yeah. Uh, or why it's not- different than like a, <laughs> a element. Like, what is it? I don't know. Um, yeah. But I also, I also, I guess I don't broadly know what they're for these days either. Um, yeah. The 2021 we, well, we don't vitamins. Take them anymore, so. I, the last time I was in a vitamin like store, it was Right around the time my wife gave birth and like the doctor told her to give get some kind of vitamin like for her. Right. That's probably okay. In that case, like you're you're trying to replenish your body. I could see that yeah. being the case. Like that makes sense. So I went in and it but it wasn't just like, you know, get some vitamin D or something like that. It was something weird. It was like a weird thing. Um and so I went into the or maybe it wasn't even a doctor. Maybe it was just like a nurse some i don't know i don't know when you give birth there's all this there's so much shit and you you don't know what you're doing um right and uh or at least i didn't as the father i was like i don't know i'm done to do what you tell me to do because this is not my body um and so i went in there and there was this dude that was running the place and he was was he ripped yeah dude he was ripped as fuck um, was he like Riker ripped or yeah, like, like more Riker? like more so like it all it looked like I'd pr- he was probably like doing reps behind the counter when I went in mm. uh, and he was he was uh, there's something about like he was trying to get me to sign up for the you know vitamin discount card or or whatever and okay. uh i was like i don't know man what is it like a credit card or something He's like no bro i wish we had a credit card if we had a credit card i'd be super ripped <laughs> and like that's exactly like, i could buy all these vitamins on credit from the place i work dude the back of the card if you look at the back it gives you the secret reps yeah that was like it's like that was the one stumbling block this guy had into the like living his best life which was that the gnc or wherever i was at needed to offer an in-store credit card oh man if he just had that it would be he would be good to go yeah he'd be set for life he'd be in the utopia yeah um uh, so yeah i don't know uh vitamins i guess yeah so fred fred makes i guess he like i said he gets the vitamins mm-hmm. 
but like is it is it that or is it you know cigarettes or whatever cool shit that he was promoting back in the 60s oh he definitely promoted like he definitely promoted and again you're talking about the long con scheme like with those like old, old ads from uh where they're they're smoking cigarettes it's usually like fred smoking then barney follows suit so you're you like you're i think you're onto something about like barney just like kind of following fred the cool kid around here yeah for sure and i mean it's it's just it's almost like he's got a cult uh of like one per he's got one person that follows him around which is bar barney's like his apostle and then okay, everyone yeah. else on this planet is just the the people that he ropes into creating civilization so he can have workers in his fruity pebbles factory Right, it's like it's like if I want these things in my life, I'm gonna have to make them happen myself. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna make fruity pebbles, but I'm gonna have to require everyone following suit, or else I won't not have more fruity pebbles. <laughs> That's he. I love that you have to appreciate the man's will because the assumption is when he was born, it was humanity at its most primitive. And by the time he is in, I would say Fred's probably in his mid to late forties, maybe 50, you know, when you look at him, like how he's drawn, he has, he has wrested some, some semblance of society from the chaos, like all in the pursuit of cereal. Right, right. I mean, that is a wi- that is a will that I do not want to go up against. Yeah, I don't want to even have that power. That's a that's a dangerous power. I don't want anything to do with it. It's just just another tale from a fucked up space planet. <laughs> yeah. Take your vitamins, kids. Smoke <laughs> these cools and eat the cereal. You'll be just like Fred. <laughs> oh, man, I w- like th- there wasn't. I don't think there was Flintstone cigarettes. Sadly, I think they were actually like camels or something. I thought they were. Are they not cools? I feel like they might I'm, be cool. They might I be think cool they were cools. <laughs> how how basic of a thing can you get? Hey, cavemen, want to be cool? Smoke these cools. <laughs> it's like you couldn't spring for Marlboros, Fred. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like he, if he invented these, if he invented cigarettes on his planet, the one and only brand is cools, and they're just no, named yeah. cools. I want to be cool. Yeah. We'll smoke cools. Oh, well, it's like that's, that's the cool. generic. It's cools with the lowercase c. <laughs> that's what they're called there. They're not cigarettes. The pe- they're just cool. They have sticks. a period at the end. Yeah, cool. Smoke this, like you will be cool. <laughs> oh man. So. Was 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 is Fred just expecting Santa? Like he he has a bowl and immediately gives it to Santa. Yeah, he's here. ready. He's ready for sit. Well, I mean, okay, and th- also in this society, I mean, come on, he had to have invented Santa. When did he invent Santa? Do you think before or after? Like we have we have BFC uh, BFP or AFP before and after Fruity Pebbles. Okay, it's got to be AFP because well, like we said, Fred's initial goal was to create Fruity Pebbles. And Correct. all that he really needed to do that was money, the judicial system, the patent system, and then cereal. Okay. Past that, right. once he's uh, he, once he's attained that goal, he's going after you know smaller fish that he he comes up with. So I think probably Santa might be out there. It's probably Fruity Pebbles, Santa. No, Fruity Pebbles, cigarettes, and then Santa. And so what he's <laughs> what he uses Santa for 
It was Santa was supposed to be a one time a one time event where Santa flew around and delivered everyone cool cigarettes to get them addicted to cigarettes and then they would right. be coming to Fred. But he did <laughs> then he didn't was, realize was Santa coming around like in a in a green cool like the original Santa was like had a green coat with like a pack of cools <laughs> in his coat pocket. Exactly. <laughs> but then it as as so often happens Fred's hubris got the best of him, and Santa became an immortal being that visited every year. And so he comes by to deliver, you know, eventually other things besides cool cigarettes. <laughs> you got to run out of like, you got to run out of cool cigarettes at some point. You got to figure out other things. And the only way, maybe like that's why he's expecting Santa Claus to come. Like, Maybe the only way he can appease the immortal Santa that he created was by like giving like okay I just got to give him a a bowl of fruity pebbles once a year and he's okay. Yeah, he's fruity pebbled. That's his fuel, right? Like if Santa on fucked up space planet is is mm-hmm. like a created being that Fred made, maybe he runs on fruity pebbles. Holy shit, yeah, okay. John, wait a minute. What if Fred's entire goal was to get people addicted to cigarettes what if we're wrong what if fruit what if fruity pebbles was just a stopover what if he knew he had to make fruity pebbles to run his artificial construct of santa claus and what is what is what is fruity pebbles but not a vector for an addictive property called sugar exactly oh my god fred's in game we were just we just are now getting to it his head game was just to get people addicted to cigarettes yeah. but to what oh, end yeah. if he had to invent money like first it wasn't for money right because he could have just invented money and not told anybody what else what what money was and then he would have (laughs) all the money it's about control man it's about control like it's like hey barnes you've been uh you've been smoke you've been coughing quite a bit there i'll tell you what why don't you try these uh these flintstone vitamins (laughs) (laughs) like they'll really help you john john what John, what? What if yeah. Fred Flintstone is actually William Riker? Oh my God! <laughs> what if that's how he knows how to do all of this? What if he's doing this to make everybody smoke to increase the carbon in the atmosphere so the Federation can come back and find him and get him off this planet? It's like we've noticed, a, like if we know a high detection of what possibly could be life. There's a lot of people smoking up in there. <laughs> yeah, let's go down there and see. <laughs> Cue that episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> ba ba da 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 da. Created by Gene Roddenberry. <laughs> I'm tapping. I'm tapping. <laughs> oh my uh, god, boy, we got there. We got we we did we did we, we did it. it out we made it we looped it back around to talk about Star Trek again yeah I mean that that's usually most of our conversations let's be honest yeah I, come on we got cults in there uh, which is we fucking love talking about um, I mean we uh, yeah. we did we got we got it all we got we hit all the tropes Star Trek cults smoking vitamins vitamins <laughs> yeah I guess <laughs> vitamins we come back to from time to time. <laughs> From time to time, it's a, it's a it's it's a uh, it's a niche. I still we, haven't we learned what a vitamin is. No, I I'm, I don't care to know at this point. <laughs> I think I'm good. 
um yeah so cool that was our that was that was our holiday episode i hope you feel very holiday i don't know I feel everything little, well, in I, there should have gotten everybody so super psyched for the holidays i'm hella festive right now i'm just i'm good i'm ready i'm ready for i'm ready for just uh you know i'm the deck the hell out of these halls you ready for santa claus to come and deliver your box of cools for the year I'm going to have to make sure I have a box of Fruity Pebbles or else I am going to get be on the naughty list. So uh, I guess so uh, this is our our last episode of the year of the season. Uh, we're going to take two weeks off after this. So the episodes that normally would have come out on December 25th and January 1st, if we were coming out every Friday, uh, we're going to skip those and we'll mm-hmm. be back on January 8th. Uh, with the first episode of season five, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, you don't have to wait that long to get to hear us again. We're gonna be uh, uh, a friend of friend of our, uh, ours on the show. It was on a guest episode like a long time ago. Uh, Shane Ryan has a uh, he has a podcast. He's work like he's working on called Acting Funny, where he's going through and talking about comedy films one year at a time and starting with uh, was like we started 1895 i believe that's right like yeah we're we're on that episode and there's a bunch of other guests as well but we're on the uh, we're we're the comedians on that show we are the ones that uh, yeah uh yeah it's it's you can find it at actingfunnypodcast.com uh and uh yeah well that'll be coming out i think the first episode comes out on december 28th now this is we're just guesting on there uh we do like shane shane's a a good dude funny guy also part of the knoxville comedy scene uh john and i have both shared the live stage with shane uh, quite a number of times over the years uh locally here and uh we were very humbled that he had us on his show we're the first comedy guests that he had uh, yeah, I'm really, really happy to be the, uh, to be part of that. Very nervous too, actually. Uh, he really, he really stre- gave us a stretch, though. He's like, "Hmm, we're gonna be talking about the first ever comedy film. It's like 30 seconds long. Who do we know that has anything to do with 30 second films?" Oh, okay. <laughs> it made I will I will say it made me super mad when I found out what it, what it was because I was like, "Man, I should have just made Aaron watch this at some point." <laughs> Cause it's a, it's the perfect, it's a, it's a perfect loop. It's so, it's uh, you'll you'll make your own opinion on the film itself, but it's like it's just good, poignant little thirty second thing that I could have made Aaron suffer through. The sprinkler sprinkled the very first comedy film. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so check that out. Acting funny podcast comes out on December twenty eighth. Very conveniently, right in the middle of our end of the year break. So uh, right. if if you if you miss us in those two weeks will be around um at least in in that sense uh mm-hmm. but yeah in the meantime go ahead and uh make sure you subscribe uh give us a rating on itunes or wherever you listen to your yep. podcast yep uh people that, that have been reviewing we do see you thank you so much for reviewing i really really do appreciate that yeah it's awesome uh and uh tell your friends of course and uh, in the meantime everybody have a have a safe and happy uh end of 2020 uh yeah we've we've almost done it we've we just gotta just start cue up that montage music we got we're almost at the finish line we could do it we could do it i believe in all of us it feels like i'm playing quap to get to the end of 2020 but we've almost <laughs> done it we've we're almost about to done it play while you can by the way for uh, flash going away right so oh yeah yeah not gonna be able to play quap much longer
Not not in the its natural state anyway. No. Uh, anyway, folks, thanks again for tuning in. We we appreciate you. Have a happy holidays. Happy New Year. See you on January eighth uh, and twenty and December twenty eighth. If you want to catch catch us on acting funny. Uh, thanks again, John. Happy holidays to you as well. Oh yeah, but thank you. Happy happy uh, holidays, Aaron. All right. See you, folks. Bye. Bye. Hey there, this is Jeremy Parrish, and if you're a fan of classic video game soundtracks, or if you just love 20-minute rock epics about war-ready armadillos that battle Catholicism, you should listen to Alexander's Ragtime Band. Join the power trio of myself, Elliot Long, and James Eldred each month as we talk about the most pretentious music of all, progressive rock, right here on the Greenlit Podcast Network. With a purposeful grimace and a terrible smile, join Nikki and Wyatt as we stomp our way through the history of Toho's Daikaiju films in Discuss All Monsters. Are you telling me we're going to discuss all monsters? We won't stop until there isn't a monster left to discuss. Smash that play button like Godzilla and King Kong smash an 18th century Japanese pagoda. Only on the Greenlit Podcast Network.